0: You're listening to the Four Sides Podcast, and don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast too, otherwise, War Horse is gonna rule your ass!
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Four Sides Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Carter, and I have the honor to be joined by one of the fastest rising female indie wrestlers in the game today, Mrs. Billy Starks. How are you doing, Billy? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, You got a lot of big stuff coming up, so I'm excited to have you on today.
0: I'm excited to be here.
1: Well, thanks. Uh, Thanks for agreeing to do this. Um, So first question is a pretty cliche one. Um, What got you into wrestling?
0: Um, so my stepfather, who is mouse wrestling adventures, introduced me into wrestling and I just fell in love with it from there.
1: Okay, so kinda of what time frame was this around, if you don't mind sharing?
0: Back in uh two thousand like eight eight or nine. It'd okay. be like late, late eight or nine, I can't remember. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I imagine you grew up watching, like, John Cena, Batista, Undertaker, Edge.
0: Yeah, but, like, what I really fell in love with was, like, Bailey and NXT and, like, Finn Balor. I don't know why. So, like, I used to be, like, a big fan of the main roster, and then when NXT, like, we started watching NXT, I was like, nah, this is cooler.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, NXT was a lot cooler for a lot of people, like... I could even say NXT kind of restored my love for pure wrestling, so to say.
0: Which I can understand.
1: Okay, so just kind of growing up, who were kind of some of the, some people that stuck out to you that you kind of take inspiration from today?
0: Uh, Like how I just said, like, I grew up watching, like, Bailey and Finn Balor, so I fell in love with those people, and I feel like I get little bits and pieces from them, And then also, uh, when I went to my first independent show, the first wrestler I fell in love with was Necro Butcher. And it was only because of his entrance. That's all it was. Because he was uh, barefoot in the Colgate gym and threw a trash can halfway across the gym. And I was like, yep, I'm sold. This is it. This is what I want.
1: (laughs) So now that you say that, um, you recently got to be on the same show as the Necro Butcher uh, over at Anafy Underground, so I imagine that was pretty special for you then.
0: Um, Actually, that was, like, one of my... Another time meeting him, the first time I met him was at a Rockstar show, and the funny thing is, I didn't know it was him, because he, like, looks so proper. Like, it's not, like, the old Necro Butcher that I know. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so he was, like, coming there he was talking about baseball and i'm sitting there like yeah we have like a pretty nice conversation he walks away and the mouse walks up to me he's like oh you know who that is and i'm like oh not really and he goes oh that's necro butcher and you see me pause for a minute and just lose my crap i was like this is it (laughs) my life is made (laughs)
1: Uh, that reminds me of the time where uh i think it was a glory pro show uh martin stone was there and i didn't realize it I didn't realize that he was Danny Burch, which I guess kind of back then I was more what I like to call the casual wrestling fan. So I definitely relate to that. So um, kind of now that we know your inspirations in wrestling, what kind of got you started in the wrestling business as a wrestler?
0: Um, Just ever since I started watching it, I fell in love with it. And in my head, I was like, oh, this is my career. This is what I want to do. Um, and that just stuck with me. I don't know why, but like nothing else grabbed my attention wrestling like wrestling did. Um, and I always joked with Madman Pondo. Oh, you're going to train me. Um, and we're, he was going to be my trainer. And then he finally introduced me to tough Tony, who owns a training school in Jefferson, uh, Indiana. And uh, it's called Grindhouse Pro Wrestling. And that's where I, I was originally trained.
1: Okay. So, too Tough Tony, a little bit of Madman Pondo. It's great. So, my first time seeing you was uh, the Ladies' Night at St. Louis Anarchy a couple years back. I'm sure you remember that.
0: Mm-hmm. That was well, my uh, debut at Anarchy. It was so much fun.
1: It was. And I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was, like, the attire or just the gimmick or the connection you had with the fans, but just something something in my head said, uh, this girl's going to go places. And at the time, I didn't realize that, I didn't realize you were as young as you are.
0: Yes, I am very, very young. Uh, I started wrestling when, or started training to be a wrestler when I was 13. Oh, wow. Um, And started, yeah. (laughs) A lot of people don't know that. Uh, I just became open about it because, uh, I don't say my age very often because I don't want people to judge my wrestling based off my age. Sure, and I feel sure. like not enough people, like, oh, you're good for how old you are. It should be, no, you're good because you're good.
1: Right. Yeah, I get that completely. Uh, so what are you coming up on now, two or three years experience?
0: Um, I am two years going on three now.
1: Okay. I was close enough then,
0: <laughs>
1: but just in that short time. And uh, sorry, sorry to bring the age thing into this again, but it still, it still blows my mind that someone as young as you has already had uh, high quality matches with the likes of uh, Kylie Ray and you've been on, or you're going to be on. Uh, I keep on wanting to call it Joey Janela Spring Break, but it's RS. Spring Break, whatever it's called. Ricky Shames Spring Break.
0: It's still Janela's.
1: But just seeing how fast you've made a name for yourself is incredible.
0: Thank you so much. And I honestly did not expect my career to go as quickly as it has. But I think it's honestly just from talking to people And just making good connections with others and just being a good person. And then also how much work I put into this. Like, uh, I recently started going to the gym to get in better shape. But before that, I'm wrestling uh, or training twice a week and then wrestling every single weekend. And I feel like a lot of people, you say you want to wrestle but only do shows and you're not doing the work of like, oh... Maybe I need to be in sh- better shape. Oh, maybe I need to go to training and practice this and this and this. They're too worried about bookings.
1: Yeah, I could I could name people that are twice your age that should be taking the advice that you just laid out there. So, <laughs> uh, speaking of training, you guys have a uh, – now, I've been following it on Twitter a little bit Uh this Big Starks Performance Center? What's that all about?
0: So, Big Starks brand is um, what my me and my dad started over quarantine. I fell into a little depression where I feel like a lot of people did, uh, just missing wrestling. And he s- said on Twitter, I'm the of Ball of wrestling. Anybody messes with Mello, blah, blah, blah uh and just went on this tangent <laughs> and someone in the comments i was like oh big Star's brand uh because lavar ball and his son uh own a brand called big baller brand and we just made it a thing and it's just a group of like people who are close to my family or we just think or whoever's asked to be in the group like oh cool you're part of it <laughs> um okay. But the performance center is in Jeffersonville. It's actually the building that I train out. We just joke that it's the BSB Performance Center.
1: Okay, it's it's amazing that something as small as a, I guess as you put a Twitter tangent turned into something like that. So I mean, I mean, I see Big Stark's brand on uh, t-shirts. I see it on wrestlers' knee pads, and it's to me it seems like kind of a big movement. So to, so to say.
0: I honestly did not expect it to get as big as it did. It was just a joke between me and Mouse, and then a couple of our buddies. And then people started asking about it like, oh, can I get a knee pad sleeve? So uh, <laughs> we're getting a restock of knee pad sleeves soon. I think we're going to have a Mania weekend, and by probably the end of the first day, we're not going to have any more. <laughs> <laughs> There's no lie, so... but everyone wants to be a part of it. Uh...
1: So just on a side note real quick, uh, this is a thing between a friend and I. uh, Jerry, if they can start the big Starks brand, we can start the firm. You know what I'm talking about, Jerry. Don't act like you don't.
0: Oh, anything is possible if you try hard enough.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, I've been doing this podcast for a little over a year now. I didn't think I'd get this far, but I mean, I put in the work just like you're putting in the work. And here we are. So speaking the Mania weekend, um, uh, we did talk about spring break briefly, but um, you got a lot coming up that weekend, don't you?
0: Yes, I'm really excited about it.
1: And this would this would be your your first WrestleMania weekend?
0: Um, it hasn't been the first one I've gone to, but this is my first time being a part of it.
1: Okay. Alright, because I know we had the collective back in October because uh COVID, we didn't get to have it in Tampa the first time, but I mean thrilled that you're getting these opportunities. Um I think I seen a match card for you versus Allie Cat, is that right?
0: Yes, I'm wrestling Allie on her show, uh Real Hot Girl Bleep, I'm a child, ha ha. Um <laughs> Um, And then I'm also on Joey Janela's spring break. I'm wrestling Starboy Charlie, which I'm excited about. Um, And then I was announced for a scramble at Unsanctioned Pro against a few cool people. And then I feel like I'm forgetting something. My memory is the worst.
1: (laughs) Uh, I always say I have the memory of a fly. So, I mean, that's kind of...
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh, earlier this week it's me versus Gary J at family reunion which Oh, I'm excited that's right. You,
1: you got I the was big match.
0: Me about this. <laughs>
1: uh so we had we had Gary on here previously and um before he I guess before he accepted the challenge I was going to try to get your thoughts on him not accepting your challenge but I guess now I have to Get your thoughts on him accepting the challenge like what's your thoughts going into that match
0: i just want to understand or i i want to prove people wrong everybody says oh i'm gonna be the one to die oh rest in peace billy blah 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 all this of like they all expect gary to end up on top of the at mania weekend But this is me fighting to be a pillar of anarchy. This is me fighting to be uh, one of the best wrestlers right now. Like, Gary's been doing this longer than what I've been alive. It would mean so much to me if I'm able, within my first two, three years of wrestling, beat Gary J. And I feel like coming into Mania weekend, I'm coming to prove a point.
1: I mean, right now, Gary J kind of... I guess he kinda seems like the undertaker of indie wrestling. It's like that's the guy that everybody wants to face and the guy that if you beat Gary J like that will you know it'll it'll get you up there, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Another show we got coming up for for you, uh one I kinda want to go into a little detail about today is uh zero one usa and on march 27th you're going to be challenging uh the zero one usa women's champion sky blue
0: yes this will that will be the fifth time that i'm wrestling sky i'm actually wrestling her this friday um or tomorrow whenever this like whatever goes on i'm wrestling her march 19th um at chicago style wrestling And then I meet her again um, at zero one. And at both of those places, she is currently holding a belt. And at both of those places, I currently want to take her belt.
1: Mm. Traveling feud, anybody? Sorry, we've been big on traveling feuds lately here on Four Sides.
0: (laughs) Sky's such a fun opponent, but at the same time, we're never going to take it easy on each other.
1: Right, I give Sky a lot of crap just kind of because uh, the whole thing going on with Zero One right now, I'm kind of more on the evil empire with Rain Victoria, I'm more on that side, but, um,
0: garbage.
1: whoa, come on, Billy, I, you disagree with your side. I know, I know, but I, I, I will admit that Sky is a very fantastic in-ring performer, uh, I've become a fan of her in-ring work. Just seeing her these past few times at 0-1. I'm um, sorry, Rain, if you're listening to this. But, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a very high-quality match between you two.
0: And hopefully we put it on for you.
1: I think you will. Um, So speaking of 0-1 the other day, um, and I don't know if you got to do this at a fight underground, but um, he was there. But he's going to be at Zero One USA War Games, super crazy, and he will be hosting a seminar that day. So um, if you are a wrestler listening to this, uh, check that out. Um, you got any any cool seminars you've attended in the past, Billy?
0: I've actually attended a lot of seminars. Like this week, I uh attended a uh, Myron Reed seminar, which w- went by really, really well. Um, and that was a lot of fun. and I believe it was last mo- last month or the month before uh, I j- attended uh, Jake Something, a Hakim Zayn seminar. Okay. and I thought that to be really, really good for us or like the people in my area and whoever showed up to that. Uh, they like showed us a lot of drills of just getting in better ring or having better ring cardio and getting in better shape, which was very helpful for me. And then when we did do matches, they gave us like, oh, critiques of like, oh, this could be better. Oh, just like a little trick that I use here. What about this? And I feel like it's just always to get, always good to get another view.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's good to go in there and get that feedback from, uh, from others. I mean, even not like not even the person running the seminar, but uh, other peers that are there as well. Speaking of peers, um, who are, I know you are talking about people in the big Starks brand being kind of close. Uh, who are some people in wrestling that you kind of hold close to you? Uh,
0: like Trey Lamar has been really close to my family. Like, he's almost like a big brother to me. Or Cole Roderick, who we call Cranky Uncle Cole. Um,
1: <laughs> I love Cole.
0: <laughs> uh, Miles, um. Who don't die? Miles recently became really close to my family. I'm proud of everything he's doing right now, um, and I think he starts to get a good notice going on.
1: Hey, Miles, if you're listening to this, you should come to zero one and be at that super cra- be at the super crazy seminar because I want to see you again. I love Miles.
0: I do too. I think he he has so much potential. Um, and literally, I enjoy every match of his that I see, because he's always doing something crazy. I'm like, ah, I wish I was athletic.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, first time I see Miles was at a 0-1 show. I think it was the, the last junior tournament they did. Uh, he was in yeah. the first round. he's in the first round match. You were there, too, of course. You, you were in that tournament.
0: You wrestled Sabin, right?
1: Yeah, you wrestled Sabin.
0: I feel like they put on such a good match too. They like really did. Together, uh worked very well.
1: Yeah, Saban's another guy that um I'm becoming a big fan of the more I see him.
0: Me just, too. Every uh like seminar that I've gone to, he's been there too, just like trying to learn and get better. So props to him.
1: Absolutely. There's just there's just so many people in the Indies right now that I'm just Becoming such a big fan of, whether I'm working a show with them or whether I'm in the crowd watching them, it's just I love indie wrestling. I I say that to everybody. Like Carrie and I were talking the other well, not the other night, but on a past episode, and I just I just don't sit down and watch wrestling on TV anymore because watching it on TV versus the live experience is just not the same for me.
0: I agree. I feel like it's so much harder to keep my attention when I'm on TV, like watching TV. Because I'm like, oh, what about this? And what about this? But like when I'm sitting at a show, I feel like they grab my attention so much faster.
1: Right, because there's that personal connection. Yes. So I always encourage everybody that listens to this to go out and check out their local indie wrestling shows. Um, COVID's getting a little better now. But we're not... Quite there yet to where it's like completely gone, but it's vaccines are getting out, shows are running again. So go check out your local indies, people. So, speaking of local indies, uh, where are some places like I know where I know where you wrestle, but for people that don't know, where can people see your work at?
0: um I'm always traveling so you never know when I might be in your area uh I work a lot in Indiana I uh one of my homes is girl fight wrestling I wrestle there a lot right now because of COVID St. Louis Anarchy isn't running but that's one of the places I do call home to and I'll be there very often once they start running again I also uh wrestle in Crown Point Indiana which is near Chicago um for Black Label Pro and all that just jazz.
1: Okay, great. I know you're always all over the place. So, um, funny funny story of the day. Um, so, I think this was like after the first time I seen you, I was trying to get you to... I think this was whenever uh, Shay Sheen, shout out to Shay Sheen. She was our champion at our local promotion, Cape Championship Wrestling, which is uh, located in Missouri. And... This is kind of whenever I didn't know how young you were and like for those of you that don't know, Missouri is like a really, really strict like you have to get licensing to wrestle and stuff and you have to like meet certain criteria like age, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, Oh, I kinda of feel dumb for I kinda of feel dumb for asking that.
0: No, it's a lot of people happen to do that mistake. Like at the gym on Monday, uh, one of the girls that are usually at the gym, uh, overheard me talking to my personal trainer and he was asking about my schooling and, (laughs) oh, she was like, oh, how old are you? And I told her, uh, like my grade and like how old I was. And she looked at me and she's like, paused for a second. Like she was like, wait, no, that's not what I thought. (laughs) She thought Mm -hmm. I was like in uh my early 20s like 19 and I was like oh no
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought the first time I seen you I was like probably 19 maybe 20 but I'm sure whenever you reach the certain requirements you, uh, just a lot more opportunities are going to open up for you I mean there's Glory Pro Wrestling and WrestleMax St. Louis they're running in actual St. Louis now, I guess. They used to run in Illinois, but but yeah, just just so many opportunities are going to come your way. And again, I'm really shocked and surprised that you've come as far as you have already, and I think you're great.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Let's talk future a little bit. So um, who's on your radar right now? who you want like who are some people you want to face
0: see i feel like mania took away a lot of people that i was really hoping to face they were like oh here's your dream matches (laughs) um but i still want to wrestle bastard Cassidy. i still haven't got the chance to wrestle him um and he's a buddy of mine that i want to beat up um do 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 I feel like I also really, really want to wrestle Millie McKenzie, but I saw that she recently got signed with WWE, and I was like, ah, dang. I'm going to have to wait a good couple of years before I can do that.
1: And that might be an opportunity that open opens up for you whenever you, again, meet the—I'm going to quit talking about your age. I'm sorry, Billy.
0: You're fine.
1: <laughs> uh, I think— I think a good opponent for you. Uh, this is where I get stuck again. So many possibilities come up to my mind. Uh, you and Joey Janela would be a great match. I think you could. I think you could take it to Ricky Shane Page. Honestly.
0: I agree with both of those statements. I feel like I could have so much fun with both of those matches. Yell at GCW. Tell them to book it.
1: Mm-hmm. We should, we we should make it. Uh, Big stark spring break next year.
0: Yes, yes, we take over.
1: (laughs) That would get over. That would get over, like, blockbuster in the 90s. Elena Black, I mean, she's with... Did you ever get to face Elena Black?
0: I did at a Black Label show. Okay. Um, Yeah. I was actually really happy that we got to wrestle before she got signed.
1: Yeah, there's, there's so much... I guess, up in the Crown Point area that I haven't really... Because, of course, I'm not in that area, so I'm not really up to par with what's going on up there, so to say. Which is um,
0: understandable. Uh, Like, I understand there's so much wrestling going on, it's hard to keep up with everything.
1: It really is. I mean, but that's also a good thing, too, because, like, there's something for... And I've talked about this in the past on past episodes. Uh, the the cool thing about wrestling these days is there's something for everybody. There's old school wrestling for old school fans. There's, there's high-flying stuff for high-flying fans. There's deathmatch wrestling, technical wrestling. There's just so much. And then there's shows like Game Changer Wrestling where it's just a good mix of everything. So um, now that we talked about wrestlers that you'd like to face, uh, what are some promotions that you'd like to work at that you haven't got to work at yet?
0: Um, I still haven't got to work for Beyond yet. That's one of my goals is to work for them. Um, I would also love to become a GCW regular, um, and be consistently on their shows. Yeah. Yeah, that's for like right now, that's one of my goals. I would also love to go to Japan, but like with COVID and everything, um, I don't think that's possible right now. So it's best to just uh do what I can here.
1: Yeah, you'll get there eventually.
0: There's always about, more time. <laughs>
1: yeah. How about how about like England or Europe?
0: I would love to just travel everywhere and wrestle. Japan's one of my like one of the top though. Because, like, I even take Japanese in school because I just love the culture um, along with the wrestling. So I feel like if I'm able to go out there for wrestling, I also get to enjoy uh, what else Japan has to offer.
1: And boom, another dream match has popped in my head. You versus uh, Maki Ito. I hope I said that right.
0: Yeah, Maki Ito. I would love to wrestle her. I find her so entertaining. Uh, my mom watched her for the first time the other night, and she was like, what is going on? Did she just say F you to the ref? Wait, what? <laughs> and she did, like, a sideways headbutt to the girl who did a back bend, And my mom goes, yeah, that was amazing. And Mouse just busted out laughing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you, so if you're so if listening and you haven't seen Maki Ito, uh, what are you doing? Like... Pause this episode, go look up Maki Ito, and then you can resume it whenever you get done. But uh, you and Hikaru too. That'd be another great match.
0: It'd be so interesting. I also never... So, like, people have talked about having to just not communicate with the other wrestler, of them just speaking a different language. And I feel like that would be so difficult. And just not understanding what they mean yeah
1: that's what we like to call the language barrier,
0: <laughs> yeah I've I it' be very hard to overcome that language barrier, and I haven't ran into that uh problem yet, and I would love to see how I would react to it.
1: It'd be a challenge for sure, and not just for you but for anybody so um, speaking of the Hikara Shidas, the makiitos um there with AEW and that kind of brings me to the question. Um I honestly I could see you getting signed in the next three to five years. But um like what's your thoughts on possibly getting signed in the future?
0: I honestly just want to go where I can make a living off wrestling but still be happy. So I truly don't know where that is until I get there.
1: Okay. I mean you got Yeah, NXT, you got AEW, you got Impact. New Japan of course. Just there's so much wrestling, Billy. I just There's can't so get many it.
0: options now.
1: I just can't get over it. So much wrestling. I love it.
0: I was talking to someone the other day that like no matter what, you're never going to be able to watch all of wrestling. So when you think you've seen it all you haven't still
1: that is very very true. I, I could not have put that better myself. So you have got Zero One USA coming up. Um, you've got Mania Weekend coming up. Um, what else is coming up for you, Billy?
0: Um, this weekend I have Chicago Style Wrestling on Friday, and then oh, that's on right. I'm going to be wrestling at Paradigm, but I believe they're doing taping, so it won't be shown. Until a little bit later, it'll be shown um, on IWTV whenever that's uploaded.
1: Okay. Hopefully, we can get you back to NFI Underground soon because I think you went over really well there. Like the fan, all the fans enjoyed seeing you there.
0: We'll see what happens.
1: We'll see what happens. Yep. Um. So this is kind of the wrap-up part of the podcast, I guess. Um. Any final words you want to leave us with today?
0: um no just follow me on social media all my social media is at billy starks b-i-l-l-i-e and starks is s-t-a-r-k-z and if you ever want to check out any of my merch um it's linked in my twitter bio um at billy starks big cartel or you can check out my website at bigstarksbrand.com
1: Awesome. I'm going to definitely have to get me one of those Big Starks brand t-shirts. It's been on my to-do list for a while. You can still get that one, right?
0: Yeah, it's still available. I uh, believe I just had to put in another order of t-shirts.
1: I swear
0: that we just get them and then get rid of them like this.
1: (laughs) Well, look at that. Big Starks brand in high demand. So you can follow four sides on... Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Matt Four Sides IV. Make sure you hit like and follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your other select podcast platforms. If you want to check out our merchandise, you can go to tpublic.com or you can go to our Twitter and click on the link tree in the description and you will have access to all of our social medias, etc. Uh, Billy, thank you so much for agreeing to come on here today. It was an honor to have you on here.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a great night.
1: Absolutely. You too. Um, Next episode, we are going to be talking with uh, CCW's Micah Knight. So make sure you stay tuned for that episode. Until then, peace.